Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another college basketball show here on the Post-Gazette Sports Now YouTube channel and podcast network. She is Abby Schnabel. I'm Noah Hiles. Abby, uh, we were both out at games on Tuesday. Uh, one of us covered a win. Well, I guess we both <laughs> saw a team win. One of, us well. saw a, one of us saw a team win by a lot more uh, than <laughs> the other did, and one of us saw the team we were assigned to cover. <laughs> That evening when, um, and the other didn't, uh, but so we've got a lot to talk about as, as it is, as is the case pretty much every week with this show, so much changes week by week, every time we sit down and that has been the case once again, but before we get into that, we need to talk about our show's presenting sponsor, which is Mike's beer bar. Whether if you're in town for a Steelers pirates pit or or a Steelers pirates or pit game, Mike's beer bar is right across the street from PNC park and has the best selection of beer in town as well as amazing food options. They have over 20 TVs where you can catch all of your NFL, college basketball, Pirates, Penguins, Riverhounds, and Premier League action right at Mike's. Come on in and try one of their 500 different available beers, 300 of them being local beers, as well as 80 different local craft beers available on tap. You can also try a flight. So you can try out every option you can dream of, and trust me, you won't run out of favorites because I never do, and I'm always there. Try their steak (laughs) on a stone for an awesome meal where you can choose how hot you'd like your steak cooked, with a heated stone right in front of you as you enjoy a night out in the Steel City, come on into Mike's Beer Bar and get your sports pick, sports fix, and experience the best bar in Pittsburgh. Abby, I could use a trip to Mike's Beer Bar after watching Pitt get <laughs> shellacked Tuesday night. Lost by 33 points. Um, and it, it's, it's very puzzling because, you know, teams are susceptible to losses like this. I mean, Virginia just got blown out by Virginia Tech earlier in the week. I mean, UConn, this team that looked invincible, just lost by, what, 22 to Creighton? Something like that. And, and granted, I mean, Creighton's Creighton, also I was like, very, let's, very let's good. Let's be really, yeah. <laughs> but but like, UConn looked like it could beat the Washington Wizards, <laughs> you know, at points this year. And I, it still probably could. Uh, but, man, did Pitt just look lifeless. Tuesday. And I had been adamant that Pitt, that was not as big of a game for Pitt as it was for Wake Forest. I'd said that going into that. I wrote that in my preview. And I said that this was a game that, you know, Pitt shouldn't, you know, lose it. Like, you don't want to lose that game, but it could survive. At no point in my calculations did I consider (laughs) they'd lose by 33 points. So my question to you is this, Abby, as we do a question 
a highlight and a prediction. My question to you is this. How devastating was that loss for Pitt? Does it completely wipe it off the bubble? Does it need to be perfect for the rest of the year? Or is it just that one loss that we both agreed last week they could suffer? I think, I don't think it's a devastation. I think it does make the margin of error a lot smaller for Pitt. And I honestly think if, if, if instead they lose by 10 or any more than 10 makes me a a little cringe, cringy with it. Like I think it's the margin of error that makes everyone question whether or not Pitt should be an NCAA tournament team now, because like, again, if you lose by 10, even 20, maybe less argued. I think was the most 15 is like you cut that deficit margin in half and you're Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it's the fact that it was, it was 33 points that makes you, wonder is it a devastation i don't think it's over for the panthers by any stretch of the imagination i do think they need to win out though um i think i mean obviously the clemson game is now a must win game um i don't necessarily think it was um coming into this i really think if they lost the wake forest and clemson they likely would have been fine but I don't think you can lose the Wake Forest by 30 points and lose to Clemson. Right. And I think that's the difference maker for me. Um, and it's also like a lot of what, you know, the bubble and tournament teams has to do with what are the other bubble teams doing? And, um, you know, Pitt is in the point where uh, some of their destiny is not necessarily in their hands. Obviously, mm-hmm. yes, win out. Fantastic idea. But at the same time, you need to hope that some of those other teams that you're you're in competition with start losing games that they shouldn't be or shouldn't be losing. And I don't know. I mean, I didn't get to watch the game because I was covering Duquesne last night. But like you yeah. said, I mean, the lifeless, I could get that vibe just from the stories you and Chris Carter wrote. Like you could just tell it was the, the Panthers were dead on their feet. And that's not how you want to look on February 20th. Yeah. And I – it. <sighs> I don't know if the committee will view it this way because at the end of the day, I think that some of those people are just going to look at a box score and they're going to look at net and they're going to look at Ken Palm. Um, But I I legitimately feel as though Tuesday night negated some of the progress that that team made over the past month. It, It doesn't take away what happened in Durham. It doesn't take away what happened in Charlottesville, but I don't know if the week could have started any worse for Pitt because you have a team that is your second best victory of the year, Virginia, and it goes and gets its ass whooped. And now you go and get embarrassed the following day. So not only are people questioning your credibility, they're questioning the credibility of the team that you just beat up on in their home court. So it's tough. I I agree. I don't, I I think in order to feel safe going into DC, you got to win out. Yeah. I think there is still an at large bid to be earned um, for Pitt if it doesn't win in Clemson, but that probably involves them going to at least the ACC semifinal, mm-hmm. which would mean probably getting revenge over Wake Forest or Miami or whoever else, and then probably upsetting a Duke or a North Carolina. So they made it a lot harder on themselves. The easier route. But, I mean, you look, they, this, there's not – this was the game you could lose because you'd already beaten this team. 
This mm-hmm. team's undefeated on its home court. You just couldn't lose by 33. No. Now you can't lose to Clemson now. No. Even if it's by a buzzer beater and quadruple overtime, you can't lose that <laughs> game. You can't lose to Boston College on the road. And you can't lose another home game. Nope. Against Virginia Tech, who's trending upward, and Florida State and NC State. You know, they're not serious bubble contenders, but they're not far behind you in the bubble hierarchy now. So they're in big trouble. So that would be – it was a very devastating loss to answer my, <laughs> yeah. my own question. So, Abby, we'll move on now to the highlight. Duquesne wins 81-66 in St. Louis. The Dukes uh, got a little bit of a streak going. Let's Host, talk about – Hosting St. Louis. Oh, I thought they were in St. Louis. My no, 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 no. They were home. That's That makes sense. Um <laughs> What do you got for me on the, a big win for the Dukes? Yeah. Um, first of all, it was super fun to watch the, you know, the team I grew up watching. You know, I used to go to Chaffetz Arena all the time, um, watch uh, the, the Billikens. So that was that was a pretty cool full circle moment for me, my career. I mean, Day-Day Grant just put on a freaking show in that game. Like, the whole time. I mean, they first, you know, they got out 24 to 4 to start the game. 20-point lead. I don't remember the last time they'd gotten out to a 20-point lead, and they just didn't let up. And like I said, Dede Grant, 31 points, insane. He had not one, but two four-point plays, which were just, you know, those don't happen that often. You don't get two of them right? almost ever. So that was fun. I mean, the offenses was just, just electric. Like, you had four guys scoring double figures. Um, and then I think the uh, – Two more cool things were, you know, Sincere Parker, one of St. Louis's players, came into the game um, on a three-game streak of scoring 30 or more points. Um, Duquesne held him to four points. Like, the defense was just absolutely solid, as well as the offense. And I think I think the coolest part for me as just a pure sports and basketball lover and just, like, watching the team is, you know, with 40 seconds left in the game, Day-Day Grant, had the ball, had a chance to score, to get his career high. Said he passes it to his teammate and roommate, Andy Barba, who had only played three games up to that point this season, to get him an opportunity to score. Andy missed the shot, but, like, the moment was still cool that, you know, Dede could have broken his career high and instead passed it over. So it was just, I don't know, it was just a fun game. Like, it's been a while since I've watched a Duquesne game, and I'm like, I've been like, man, their defense is good. Their offense is good. The guys were smiling. Like, everything just – it felt like it started to come together. And, you know, St. Louis isn't that good of a team this season. Um, so that definitely had part of it – part of – to do with it. But, like, you know, I just had a fun time. And, you know, with how bad the season has been for Pittsburgh basketball in general, like, I'm just grateful I finally got to enjoy a game like that. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean – so you just look the the win I believe puts what Duquesne in ninth place mm-hmm. no Abby so that will bring us into our prediction um a mo- less than a month from now we'll be covering some conference tournament basketball where's the Atlantic Ten tournament it's in Brooklyn Brooklyn ah great place for basketball I will not uh, be traveling oh rats <laughs> all right well I will be in DC. Uh, so let me ask you this Abby for our prediction we got to predict. What seed or at least spot <laughs> do we see Duquesne and Pitt being in come conference tournament time? 
So I think because both, I think I think positioning is going to matter for both oh, of these for teams sure. a lot. Yeah, because it's it's about it's about who do you um, when do you play the best teams early. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to start by saying that I think both Duke the Duke both the Dukes Duquesne <laughs> and Pitt um, are I think both teams are safely going to get a first round buy. I think Pitt, or Pitt might be on the upper end of that and Duquesne might be on the lower end of that. I think that varies per league. I don't know the exact numbers. Um, but I just think Pitt stock is high. I, I can't imagine them losing many more. Um, Duquesne, I just don't know if they can get out of the, the hole they've created starting 0-5. And, and especially with just how the, the A-10 is in general. I mean, Keith Dambrot said in his press conference um, on Tuesday night, like he, he likened the A-10 to the Big Ten. Did note talent levels differing. However, um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that you've got like three to four really, really good teams. And then the rest of people are fighting for pecking order. And I think that's what the A-10 looks like. And I think Duquesne has finally really started to hit its stride. So I do see them trending a little bit upwards. I think they're going to get a first-round buy. I think it's going to be a little close. Um, but, you know, the first-round buy is a first-round buy. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Um, I, I see Duquesne in a similar spot to Pitt. I think they're going to be somewhere between – a six to eight seed, something like that. I, I think Pitt's probably going to be a little higher. I think Pitt right now, I believe it's tied for sixth, uh, or it would be the sixth seed in that tournament. And that's not necessarily a horrible spot to be in. Um, Cause you'd get a decent first round matchup and then you would get a shot at, I believe what would be the three seed after that, which is Virginia a team that Pitt's already defeated. So yeah, I, I mean, there, there was a point, I mean, heading into this week, Pitt would have been the four seed it would have had a double buy and that's crazy. And if it would have won, it would have been in a very good position to hold on to that double buy. I don't think it's going to get back to that. I mean, it can, if it wins out, but if it wins out, the ACC tournament's not going to really matter. You're just playing for a better seat in the, in the big dance. So yeah, I, I think five to seven seed for Pitt. I think Duquesne is right around where it's probably at now, maybe a little better, maybe like an eight or a seven. So those are my thoughts. Abby, anything to wrap us up here? One month, exactly one month until March Madness. That's oh. all I've got. That's all you got. That's all she's got. That's all I've got. <laughs> Big thanks to everyone who tuned in as always. Thanks to our show sponsor, Mike's Beer Bar. You can check out all of our written work at post-gazette.com, and you can check out all of our coworkers, our talented coworkers, work at the Post-Gazette on the Post-Gazette Sports Now YouTube channel and podcast network. Take care. Thank you for checking out this content from Post Gazette Sports. If you watch this video on YouTube, please like the video and subscribe to our channel. For all of the sports coverage the Post Gazette has to offer, visit post-gazette.com.